This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Welcome to Side Quest Side Sesh. Uh, I've got a question or a topic that I want to discuss, and it it might be controversial. I don't think it is, but I'm sure that uh, I'll, I'll say that's something inflammatory. That's not the question. The question is, will Matthew think it is? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like his generation, everything's controversial. <laughs> <laughs> it's sunny out. No, it's not. Um, you realize I'm closer to your age than I am to Gen Z. Right? A, like, no, you, but there's something uh, about your age and below. It's all terrible. You 40-year-olds <laughs> and your loud music. <laughs> <laughs> and your Aerosmith. Uh, so... Uh, I am 44 years old and I'm in, I just feel like I wake up and I'm just like, ah, I can't sleep. I'm just like, everything hurts. You, you sleep wrong and your arm hurts from your neck. It's just pain all the time. And I get massages here and there. Uh, but, uh, I have this like, I guess it's becoming like a, a fetish. Like I love watching TikToks of, uh, chiropractic, like people getting like adjusted. Um, but I would never, people swear by chiropractors. I've never done it and I would never do it because I, I assume it's all witchcraft and they just fucking paralyze you, right? Are there people here who like chiropractors? Cause it's nonsense, isn't it? Jared? It is to my, in my experience, not nonsense. So oh. I unfortunately have had a couple times. Boy, this is, I really don't like your joking tone, Troy, because this is <laughs> a very serious topic for me. So a couple of times in my life, I have had my back go out on me to where I couldn't really walk or, or like move very well. And I had to go to like emergency chiropractor visits and they, um, they do do some things that were, that, that helped me instantly to walk again. Uh, and, uh, that fixed my back. This has happened more than once. Different chiropractors. Here's where it ends up kind of starting to slide into quackery. Yeah. Is that there are some chiropractors that say that they can realign energies inside of your body. All right. And uh, that'll help your, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> right. But, but like in terms of just getting like a guy whose back is out to like not be in like excruciating pain, they can't help with that sometimes. But how, I mean, imagine, because I'll Google, like, is the, can you get paralyzed? And it's just horror stories of people like, and they never walked again. Well, they take, yeah, they took, the guy took my head and he, yeah, he does like a thing with it. Like he's breaking your neck like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando or something. <laughs> <laughs> but then people are like, oh my God, the relief. But then I imagine you have to go every four days. And uh, if your insurance doesn't cover it, you're fucked. No, no, no. That's also... <laughs> Also not true. Uh, wow, actually, right, good. Dispel these yeah, myths you, for me. Go a couple times and then just don't go. And and uh, 
you know what, uh, what you have to take the ball and dribble it yourself. Like after they fixed my back, I had to like go exercise a little bit. Okay. You know, well, then I'm out. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, this is a very controversial topic in my household. Oh, uh, because my wife has a bad back and sees these uh, chiropractors. These, doctors. well, I guess they're actually chiropractors. The quotes is doctors uh, of the back, and she swears by them and uh, has been happy with the results. She also has had days where she just like is completely immobilized because of something that happened to her back and the chiropractor fixes her. And every once in a while, because I can't resist and I've hung out with Troy Valley like way too long, <laughs> I'll just be like, yeah, but that guy's a thief, right? Like, and, and she'll be like, stop saying that. It is not funny. Like, I really need this. And it doesn't, it's not amusing <laughs> when you like, make, make jokes that they are uh, charlatans, you know. Yeah. Uh, That's and- where the great O'Brien fortune is going to, his next sports car. <laughs> <laughs> right. Troy, go and get them to put the electro shock thing on your back. That thing's awesome. Won't See, that make that you sterile? Where- that's where I was out. I, I went to, I got a free consultation because I won, I won some prize at work and I went to a chiropractor and I was all for all these. This was a prize? A prize? Yeah, it was, like it was from a grab-it machine? It was like, <laughs> was it, a- it was some sort of like vendor fair situation. So like a bunch of, like it was, it was like the insurance company that, that was the company's insurance set up, like sent a bunch of things and you could go, one of the things you could get was like a free consultation. Um, so I went. And it was, uh, I enjoyed the adjustments that felt good. And then when we got to the electrodes, I was like, this probably would help me, but it's just freaking me out too much. And I can't do it anymore. <laughs> oh, I thought it felt, you didn't like how the electrodes felt on your, I felt they felt good. Did not enjoy the sensation of my muscles involuntarily twitching. Did he put the electrodes on your balls like he did for me? <laughs> that part I enjoyed. <laughs> I actually especially oh, while you so were like good. hanging from a <laughs> <laughs> why are you using a car battery? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're a doctor. Call me, uh, call me pithy baby. Call me pithy baby. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm a bad pissy baby. Well, well here's the thing: is there anybody here that this uh, this is not? crazy like is there anybody here that doesn't like massages i i can't imagine but i don't like i'm with joe i don't like i'm with joe i don't like massages (sighs) well well, it depends like okay so uh if i I don't want to pay for that like that seems like nonsense to me so it's like if you want like somebody wants to give me a free very light massage like sure that that's great but like a lot of buddies that just say get away son of a a bitch (laughs) we're sitting here watching this football game and we're not going to give each other massages come here I've had a couple IPAs. Get over here. Don't be a weirdo. And then he starts kneading my shoulders. No, I um I don't see the benefit. Like if I pay somebody, it just it hurts and it's uncomfortable. And then when I leave, I don't feel any better at the end wow. than when I started. Yeah, you're going to the wrong have, place. Have you ever done couples massage, Joe? No. Uh, no. Oh my god, it's awful. It's you and your. Part- <laughs> It's you and your partner, and you're, like, naked under a towel, and then strangers are rubbing both of you. It's way too close to swinging, you know? It's it just like, very close to a key party. So, I've runs. done couples massage, both with my wife, and years and years ago, I went with Francis so we could get a discount. <laughs> we went to a couples massage, and he was in, like, the room next to me, because they were like, you guys aren't married, right? And he goes, I was like, oh, you just come in this room. They know they were just trying to save 20 bucks, and uh, <laughs> I could just hear him being like, oh, do, you, do you want me to take my pants off all the way? Um <laughs> But uh, I love a massage. That's why I watch. 
watch these videos. I'm like, look at the relief that they're having. But I just think I'm going to be the one that just, and I never walk again. Skid, you, know, you uh chiropractor? Uh, no, but as I've mentioned a few times before, my cousin Kenny was a chiropractor. And was. he was uh, roommates in chiropractor school with James Helwig, the ultimate warrior. Hell and yeah. he quit. And he quit to become an actor. So that combination of facts kind of sours me on the concept of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that but imagine, imagine how good a chiropractor ultimate warrior could have been. Oh, he could have been a Hall of Fame chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. He does like a suplex on you and you can walk again. Yeah, and Kenny told me he's never been more afraid of his life than he was living with James Elway. <laughs> every day, every day he was afraid. Yeah, that's the steroids. I imagine uh, he would be. Well, call in, Nash. I imagine there are a lot of uh, angry uh, people with, you don't call them doctorates, the little papers on your wall that says you went to six weeks of chiropractic school. Let me know if it's real. So, yeah, there's uh, probably a lot of non-doctor uh back people out there that are angry but the thing is like people that did some online courses the reason that i don't (laughs) like to talk shit or impose my opinion at all which is not informed is like most of my opinions it's wholly uninformed is like there there's two kinds of people in the world there are back pain people and there are non-back pain people like that there are groups of people that don't understand the world of back pain and then there are people that you know people who get it are it's a whole different existence and it sucks it's awful the and world so, uh, the world of back pain is actually my homebrew setting for pathfinder <laughs> <laughs> ba- welcome to back pain uh, i understand the world of back pain yeah <laughs> uh yeah it's just it's not something that i feel like i can comment on because i i just i've been lucky enough to not experience like regular back pain which is just shitty. Yeah. Well, whatever you decide, Troy, on chiropractic, I think what you should definitely do is continue to not seek help from a professional and just complain about it on podcasts. Yeah. Well, this I want to get more information, and we have a, an opportunity to reach uh, thousands of people. I want to get lots of opinions and then still not go to a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made up my mind. Troy, 100% you should go. 100% you should try really? it one time. Yeah, Can I tell can- them, like, please don't paralyze me? If, if they were killing yeah, tons of people – <laughs> If tons of people were getting paralyzed, do you think all of these chiropractor shops would still be open? <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be tons, Jared. It needs to be one. Right. Just you. And you're just right. still NASCAR. Well, hey, you drive a car, your chances of dying in an auto accident are way higher than that. You're probably We've- on your phone the whole fucking time. <laughs> Checking you know how many times Instagram. we successfully took this submarine to the Titanic? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to be the one that's stranded under the sea. I said last night, they think that that submarine may have gotten stuck inside the Titanic. Yeah. It's a possibility. So if you shipwrecked inside a that makes this the turducken of tragedy. <laughs> now there'll be a right, no, there'll be a service that goes out there to see the wreckage of the wreckage. Um, oh, CJ told us they just found a debris field. Yeah, as minutes of, as ago. of this recording, they just found a yes, debris. Field. Uh, this this will be old news by the time this yeah. comes out. Yeah, late Long July. Old nightmares over. Twenty twenty four. We've lost three people that call themselves adventurers. Um, <laughs> two, two people on that submarine were official members of the Explorers Club. Like the actual Explorers Club. The really? Pathfinder Society. 
the Pathfinder <laughs> Society. And hey, I'll never sad, know. Man. I, I know one of the higher ups in the Explorers Club. I've been there. Place is awesome. And I feel really? bad for those people. I know the same guy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Matthew does the same guy. He's amazing. <laughs> well, I want to know their thoughts on chiropractic. Um, <laughs> call it. Okay. Let I me will, know. I will connect those two things. I'm just going to get, I'm getting a massage in a few days. I can't fucking wait. That's all I need. I don't need the, the nonsense and cracking and electrodes. Uh, but what I do need is a session of Pathfinder with Ooh. my good buddies. And that's why we are here today. Um, you're in the jungle and it's been pretty brutal. You guys like a mini game? There's obviously, we were doing a little bit of a mini game there with the mites and the, the shrapnel and the exploding. I love fruits. a mini game. I like think mini, game? mini games can be a little tough. As a GM, I think they can be a little tough to translate into shows. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like they're they're not like the mechanics is kind of what's fun about it. But you're trying to describe really a role playing situation, but it's it doesn't translate as well. I feel. Uh, but I, I, I certainly enjoy the spirit of tend it. to have a lot of them. They do, yeah, or a few. Yeah, of them. So they're, they're usually in them. Yeah, because if you're playing Pathfinder Society scenarios, like you just you don't want to just like walk underground into a room and just like fight room after room after room to the boss. You know what I mean? If every scenario was that, it would get very boring very fast. But you also just can't have like pure role play with a bunch of strangers. So it's like they give you that option to you're still rolling dice, you're still making checks, but you're telling a different kind of story. And so I appreciate it for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I usually well, cut them if they're boring, but like I liked this one. I liked that there was like actual consequences and it kind of set the tone for being in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I enjoy a good minigame. I also enjoy how inevitably when there is a minigame, the GM eventually has to be like, this is a minigame. This is a minigame, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, because everyone just has to kind of buy it. into it. Like, yeah. guys, we're doing a minigame. Please don't try and break the minigame. Right. Yeah. Because you're like, uh, this This one role is representing hours of stuff. You're like, all right, well, I've got everything I need to heal myself. So, like, right. can I do, do, uh, 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 you know, you're like, like, all right, just go ahead. We'll skip the minigame. <laughs> if you don't want to play the minigame, we don't have to play the minigame. <laughs> uh, I don't. Can I just make a request about the, the adventure going forward? I would like to not have anything negative or any setbacks happen to my character. <laughs> so, sometimes something that's not optimal will happen to my character and it makes me really mad. It's a bit of a bugaboo for me in these yeah. games. Yeah. I don't like I love that idea of like requesting uh, to, to not have any setbacks for your character. Yeah. That's so one do of this. my don'ts. Well. No downbeats, only winning like I'm the rock in any movie he's in. <laughs> I'd like to get through this adventure without any adversity. Uh, well, you finished. You 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 were trudging through the jungle five, six, seven hours. The jungle. The jungle. Welcome That's to the jungle, baby. Sorry, I need a, an adjustment. Um, you were trudging through the jungle, and you find a body. A body of. Uh, it yes. was like it looked like it had some sort of elaborate, uh, multicolored robe on that had been faded by the sun um and you go up to it and it isn't a body in fact it's a skeleton right up champ's alley perhaps an old friend uh just a skeleton laying there and you begin searching their belongings you find an adventurer's pack you find six little vials of some sort of liquid and uh, a gold piece with a face on it that you did not recognize so it belongs to some unknown nation to you unless it's just some counterfeit weird coin um and that's where we ended last session uh what do you guys want to do 
Uh, could Balthazar do a, uh, a medicine check to just try to determine the cause of death of the skeleton? If there are wounds on the bones, scrapings, stab marks, something of that nature? Yes. All yes, right. you can. And natural three for an eight. You know that it's dead for sure. Um, Everybody. This body is dead. Says Balthazar. Yeah, I just said that. Uh, there are some rips in the clothing uh, that seem to be uh, like that possibly could have been from, you know, slashing, uh, but it could be from animals over time trying to grab at the body. It's it's tough to tell. Mm. But I mean, it was yeah. I mean, it was trapped, right? I mean, like it was caught in a trap. Yeah, it was caught in a snare. But the, the snare. you look at the snare, and it doesn't seem like the snare alone could have like it didn't snap its neck. Um, you know, it, it could have just starved to death. Yeah, brutal. Um. Okay, uh, Champ would like to uh, see if he's ever seen a coin like this before. Um, it would have literally had to come across his path. Like, I imagine him in a tomb, in a room where adventurers are coming through all the time, and maybe some died in that room, and he would rifle through stuff. It's happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is this a, a known thing? So I'll just, uh, I mean, I'm just going to roll a recall knowledge. It's a real, real long shot mm-hmm. uh, on society. Uh Seven, yeah, no, okay. it's unrecognizable to any of you. Um, like I said, it's a, like this it looks like a man with like long bat-like ears and a like a pompadour wig. Rufus, you you sense any magic from this? And he holds up one of the vials, one of the six vials. Rufus is not uh, not doing very well. Rufus has drained one and has lost, oh, a big chunk of HP from the oh, mites right. and stuff. So I think when you hand him the vials, like he's like having like a dysentery poop and going, ah, and like shivering <laughs> like <laughs> in the weeds and uh, covered in spots. But he'll grab the vial and he will detect you silly, magic. silly animal. <laughs> uh you do not detect any magic on the vials. Oh, chemical. There's, there's no magic. Hands <laughs> <laughs> it back. Alchemical. Does anyone know anything about this? This potions uh, and such. I mean, I have. I can Alexis. roll crafting untrained. Can I do that? Yeah, or roll medicine. Maybe it's something uh, oh, non-magical and medicine. Yeah, it could related. be a. Yeah. If it's an uh, for diarrhea. Okay, that's a 21 medicine. <laughs> yeah, it's an anti-diarrheal. Uh, they look to be antidotes. Uh, in fact, they are six vials of uh, antidote lessers. Oh, nice. They're nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Balthazar will put them in his chest compartment. <laughs> Balthazar pops all six top. <laughs> They're nothing. <laughs> he clearly had them for some purpose. What do you mean? Nothing. Snake oil. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Bottles of buy, piss and ink. Okay. Do they by any chance help with mite bites? Oh! <laughs> oh they give me diarrhea. <laughs> no. No, they do not. Um, I, would you like me to assist you with your diarrhea? I am a barber. <laughs> uh, if you think you can help, man, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty messed up right now. Oh! I find uh, the with, best withdrawal way. Withdrawal is no joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have found with human patients the best way to cure diarrhea is death. 
Okay, well, let's not try that. That option is... You're welcome to get a second opinion, but that option is available to you. The more you you can treat wounds as well. No. Not diarrhea? (laughs) No, just in general. No. Yeah, and I, 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 you know, I think you should do the the special treat wounds where you might hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, drained, too. Uh, Drained, I think you have to sleep it off, right? Oh, am I drained too? I thought no, I was I drained said, once. Drained, sorry, as well. drained also. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, full um, night's yeah. rest. You'll get it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the more that you linger here around the body, you start to feel the oppressiveness of the jungle again. While you've gotten past the the bugs and the uh, the shrapnel and the shards, it's still an uncomfortable place. You don't want to linger too long. You want to keep can pushing we, through. Can we take a rest now? No. I'm not doing so well, man. Game uh, over, man. <laughs> not out here. Uh, can you treat wounds or it, has been, it hasn't been 24 hours, so you can't do battle medicine again? I can't do battle medicine. I mean, we could stop and I could treat wounds for 10 minutes if, but. Uh, yeah, if you want to try it, go for it. Are you, are you, you, Jared, do you need me to treat wounds? Yeah, I mean, I'm, t- I'm like 10 down, a little more than 10 HP down. So, I mean, I'm fine to continue playing him as, uh, in a horribly bad way for a while. If you're only down ten, I would say push forward. You're yeah, fine. let's keep going. Yeah, you kind of it's kind of like you're half the course. Fuck it up. Yeah, uh, Rufus is just being a bit of a, a, a wimp. Yeah, he's being a <laughs> he's being uh, a wuss. You know, he, he's not used to jungle exploration. Yeah, we should we should take this body, uh, or at least some parts of it, man. And he just starts taking bones <laughs> from the skeleton, and just like putting them in his backpack. <laughs> Um, and then he'll pick up his uh, short sword and shield, steel shield, and continue forward. Okay. Um, so you keep pushing through. Keep pushing through the brush. What next horrors will await you here? And how long will you have to keep going through? Because it doesn't look like there's any comfortable place to camp, and you don't feel particularly safe, especially now that you see uh, there was some sort of snare that... Uh, killed someone so oh yeah lo- i'd like to roll th- uh, well i would like to use my thievery to keep an eye out for snares now okay yeah uh great so you're you go ahead and give a thievery roll actually maybe it would be a perception to find i don't know uh yeah thievery's fine here we go oh nice 24 nice okay all right, so you're really keeping a lookout uh for traps i per- perception is probably right but like when do you ever get to use Thievery uh, when you're not cracking, trying to disable a device. Right. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to let it go because you're really trying to look at and see, like, is there anything here? Is, maybe could be function function as a trap. So you're keeping a lookout, and the rest of you are just watching very carefully as you go. And it feels like ages since you started going through here, but it's really only been about eight hours. You're just covered in the oppressive heat and humidity of this place. And to make matters worse, the deeper you get in, you've heard these whispers sort of carry along the wind. And you don't know if it's like the barely perceptible rustlings of leaves and creepers blowing, um, or if it actually is like people talking. From time to time you might hear like, intruders, or get out. You also don't know like if that's like heat stroke playing with your imagination or really is that just the wind but you start to hear growls in the distance as well 
buzzing nearby, a little too close. You're turning, starting to get a little paranoid. Uh, and the trees are getting thicker overhead, and it's uh, sort of bathing you in this constantly darkening gloom uh, as the canopy densens. And the red earth beneath your feet makes the expedition feels more treacherous with every step as you sink into this clay. Suddenly, as you're trudging along, the noise stops and the jungle falls silent all of a sudden. And the only noise you hear is a babbling brook up ahead. And you see a ravine that goes down and you don't see the water, but you can hear it. Let's go to Foundry VTT. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, you will see I placed you on a map here. Um, you're up in the uh, top left corner. Um, Ooh. I've got uh, Karazor, Balthasar, Balthasar, <laughs> Balthasar, uh, Rufus, and uh, Champ. Uh, arrange yourselves any way you like in that general area. Um there, I just I sort of put you wherever you want, but you know you're you know how you want to be traveling. Uh, Rufus, last week you had mentioned you're like staying behind the stronger looking ones. Yes, if I can, they all look stronger than me. Um, yeah, feel free to. You should be well, able to. If you can't move your pawns, let me know. No, I'm gonna just get away from the river, <laughs> the stream. Oh dear me. Is this really dense, Troy, or, or can we see clear like across this map, basically? Uh, or is it like there's trees every five feet, like kind of like crowding in our vision? Yeah, no, you can see across. Like maybe the trees uh, will block your view a little bit. Uh, like it's it's dotting the landscape. But it's the trees open. aren't super thick here. Actually, the thickest trees are the ones that seem to have fallen in front of uh, you know, sort of making pathways over the ravine. Okay. I think in that case, would it make – I think he's going to pull out his composite longbow. Does that make sense? Like – like if there was a threat far away, he could hit it with an arrow, right? Because it's yeah, like, and you definitely feel uneasy because there was a lot of sound, and all of a sudden it just stopped. Yeah. Um, okay, so he's going to sheathe his sword and shield and pull out a longbow and just sort of like <laughs> standing in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to watch these. Um, okay, and uh, Rufus, you're standing in the back. What about uh, Balthazar? Balthazar will will stick to the front with Champ. Okay, and uh, Karazor. Or Karazor will be in the lead. And as close to the lead as he can get. Okay. As you're standing there and the world falls silent, you see a couple things emerge from the brush up ahead. The first is a... looks like a woman. Um... And, and she's covered in leaves and vines, so you didn't even see her there. She was just completely camouflaged. But she makes her appearance known, and she looks right at you and takes an offensive stance. And then she puts her hand to the right, and as she does so, you see this. It just looked like a giant plant. It sort of was like melding into a tree. The plant turns, and it is this enormous, uh, like, fly trap oh no oh and she points to it and points to you roll for initiative oh <laughs> and she seems like a uh 
like flesh and blood, right? Like a, like oh, a yeah. person, yeah. Yeah, okay. there's a nymphish quality to her. Ah, uh, nymphish. Nymphish. <clears throat> um, all right, so this is uh, this is going to be uh, one of the first times I've really run a, a true combat here on Foundry. So I'm, I'm going to be using uh, the, the stat blocks that are included with this. I'm pretty excited. Uh, let's see what happens. What happens is garbage initiative for Chan. I don't know why he's so confused and out of it. He, he knew there was a threat up ahead. What is wrong with him? It's okay. Maybe because he has no eyeballs. All right, let's go through uh, initiative here. What did you get? Champ! Uh, that is a 10. For a champ. A 10 for old <laughs> champ. Uh, okay. Um, and what about Rufus? I got a 16. 16 for Rufus. Very good. And Balthazar? 13. Woo! Some Dude, low rolls from the squad here yeah, on squad. Uh, encounter number one. <laughs> Karzor. Uh, 20 from Karzor. 20 for Karzor. Okay. Uh, of course, this woman goes first. Um, so let the games begin. Begin. All right. Seeing where you all are, uh, she is going to cast a spell. Um, She's going to cast uh, a spell, and I'm going to have all of you roll. Well, actually, um, let me put Troy, you're doing a little bit of a PBS voice here. You're putting me to sleep. Can you can you turn up the I'm the action a little? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm trying to work with a lot. <laughs> I think he's vibing with Balthazar's voice. A lot things. going on. Yeah. He's multitasking. <laughs> give him a give him a break, Joe. Uh, all right. So if you should see that. Uh, you see on the map there, I put a, uh, a burst. Yeah, look okay. at yeah. the burst. All right, so it's, it's a very large. Burst. That yeah. area is now difficult terrain, and each round that your uh, turn starts, you're going to have to make a reflex save. If you fail that reflex save, you'll take a 10-foot circumstance penalty to your speed until you leave the area. Uh, and if you critically fail, well... <laughs> I'll let you know what happens, but uh, she has entangled the area, so not only is it difficult terrain, you, you, you could be slowed down even further if you fail your reflex save. Um, so she will uh, cast Entangle with two actions, and then will uh, <laughs> slide back. You, If you fail your save, if I'm not mistaken, if you are a 25-foot sort of person, that means you can't move. Right? right? Because in difficult route. terrain, you can only move 10 feet in a round. So if your speed is reduced by 10 feet, your speed is zero. Well, no, because if it's reduced from 25, it's reduced by 10 to 15. And then difficult no. terrain, you can move one space. Oh, okay. So the, the reduction comes before the, the, you know what I mean? Because in difficult terrain, you can only move 10 feet if you're 25 feet. Because if you have that, right, right. it's 12 and a half. So you can oh, only move 10 feet. So that if you reduce your speed by 10 feet... You can't boo, Professor. It's a big uh, I'll make the call and we'll figure out with how it works. Yeah, really this is going to be fun for Professor Eric. Way what in. comes first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, right. Okay. Well, uh, let's find out. It is Karzor's turn. Karzor, go ahead and give me a reflex save. Come okay. on, Karzor. Uh, oh, that is a seventeen. All right, seventeen is a failure. Uh, you take a ten-foot circ pen to your speed until you leave the area, but it's not a critical failure. Uh, and I'm going to say that that ten-foot happens first. 
and then uh, you, so we'll resolve that because you rolled the save. So that's how I'm going to rule it. You now your speed has been reduced by ten, but everything is difficult terrain. Okay, and so difficult terrain. I'm reading it now. Just it, standard difficult terrain just costs an extra five feet of movement, like old Pathfinder, right? Same old, same yeah. old. Yeah, yeah. It effectively halves your speed every square. Okay, so if I triple move, can I move twenty feet? Is that how that? No, if you triple move, you can move 15 feet. 15 feet. All right. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to do that then. He's going to work his way through the brush. Oh, you know, with it, like, you, you measure it out and then you... What do you do to like... Measure and then hit space while you're uh, still space, measuring. That's okay, oh, there look at that slide. slide. Awesome. That's so nice because you know how many times I would like put my finger on my monitor and be like, where did I measure that to? Now you could just hit the space bar. That's great. So, yeah, he's like struggling through the brush, hacking at it with his great sword. It's like, ah, you jungle witch. (laughs) (laughs) Great. It is uh, Rufus of Opara's turn. Rufus of Opara, he's going to make a reflex save, right? Uh, Yes, reflex save. One reflex save. I'm gonna... Here we go. <laughs> I just saw that the Dryad rolled a 30 initiative. Would you get <laughs> out of here with this? That's only a 13, I'm afraid. 13. Reflex save. All right. Not a critical failure, but you're in the same boat as Karazor. Minus 10 to your speed, and then take it from there. Well, um, let's see. So... Uh, he's wondering, he's sweating, he's covered in mite bites. He's like, should I release the dragon? No, <laughs> no, it's too dangerous. I can't let him out. Um, and uh, he is going to, uh, he's actually going to, he's going to, he's going to try a diplomacy. He's going to try a, to talk to her. Okay. Um, and so, um, if I may, I would I would like to make I think a diplomacy check and say like Greetings. We are new to your land. We do not wish to harm you. Why do you tangle us as such? <laughs> Please. We w- we wish to be chill. Uh, all right, so uh, roll diplomacy to try and make an impression on this dryad. Uh, this is not going to work, but uh, Rufus is not a really smart guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. I got I have really good diplomacy, uh, and I rolled a twenty-six. Ooh, that's twenty-six. Uh, she looks at you, and she looks at all of your shiny weapons and armor, and she just hisses, "No." She's not interested in brokering any deal with you. And what's interesting is uh, it was Kumrock that said, uh, make sure, you know, you're discreet and you're tactive, tact, tactful uh, if you encounter any civilization. Um, but it doesn't seem like that's an option here. Perhaps this is not uh, going to be a problem, but who knows? Uh, all right, so you got two actions left. I do, and I think that uh, given that she's not being... She's like, no. I'm like, uh, all right. I tried to be diplomatic. And then I'm going to move. Let's see. What, I got 10 feet of movement? Uh, yeah. What's your normal movement speed? 25. 25, yes. So I've got 10 feet. So I just need to get close enough to, to, to where. Oh, well, that's that's as far as I can go right there. Can I get her? 
<laughs> what the hell am I doing with my? It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that? It's me. Drugs. <laughs> oh, it's you. Drugs. Okay, Can I straighten you out. <laughs> Thank you. There he is, all, no. all out of sorts. Having traveled that far, I, she's still thirty-five feet away, but her plant isn't. I go. Then I'm gonna have to hurt your big plant, and I, uh, <laughs> I like do like some fucking movements with my hands, and suddenly, <laughs> flame comes up in my hands, and I go, <laughs> and I blow it, and it floats across the battlefield, across the tangled field, to the giant Venus flytrap. I am casting the cantrip, produce flame. Nice, produce flame. All right, I'm do making I... a spell attack roll against spell your attack. giant plant. Okay. These, uh, that is a 20, unmod- uh, a modified 20, rather. Uh, that is a hit. Yes! Oh, nice. Yes. Yes. nice work! Yes. Oh, my God, I'm always the GM. It feels so good to play and hit things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, uh, Produce Flame is an awe-inspiring cantrip, you guys. It does a total <laughs> of 2d4 damage. That's a lot. Guy. Yeah, but it's fire damage. They might be yeah, weak probably, to fire. That's Maybe. what I was thinking. So that's four fire damage uh, plus your spellcasting ability modifier, which I guess is a, a, a nine, right? That's uh, I rolled plus nine on my spell attack roll, right? That's the spell attack roll, but the modifier is based on it's probably oh, your four. charisma. Yeah, 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 four. So eight altogether. Eight altogether. Okay. And so. uh, uh, let's see, on a success, is, 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 um, on a critical success. Oh no, only a success. Okay, so yeah, that's it. Eight. Eight fire damage. Uh, I don't know what kind of noise this thing makes, but as it gets hit by that flame, it's just... <laughs> oh, that's oh, very nice. upset by that. Nice, Jared. And that Good was my 24-minute turn. <laughs> <laughs> Balthazar the Mild, give me a reflex save. Uh, that is going to be a 16, unfortunately. You are not as spry as I thought you would be. All right, so you're in the same boat as everybody else. Do you have 25 feet of movement or 30? I have 35. 35. Oh! 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 Did able to you get take through. fleet? Uh, I, it is the monk, uh, the monk ability, uh, <gasps> that I'm looking at now. Can't find it. Uh, oh, uh, nope. I can't remember. I'll remember when it's not my turn and you don't have to ruin my mindset first. Um, Sorry, I just thought you would know your character. <laughs> I know I have 35 feet of movement. I didn't know it would throw you off that much. I didn't know I'd be crazy <laughs> fast about your character. Right. So because I can't... Who built your character, Kevin Kazan? Did your wife make it? Don't lie. Don't lie Caitlin. to us. This has Caitlin all over it. I know. character design. She's the only one smart enough to build a monk with 35 feet of movement. <laughs> Literally built it on the air with you. Classic uh, Max or that, Caitlin. All right, so n- knowing that his movement is going to be hampered by the entanglement, Balthazar will, d- will start to just kind of like stride forward through the brush, moving tr- slightly closer to the uh, the the large fellow the flytrap. The plant. The large fellow. And he is The flytrap eyes... adjusts its bow tie at that combo. <laughs> <laughs> And his <clears throat> hello. His eyes will suddenly glow red, 
and tingle and flicker a little bit, and then lasers will shoot out of his eyeballs. Oh, his, that's cool. His energy beam to attack. This is how I like creature. my Pathfinder. Yeah, this is my yeah. favorite kind of fantasy game <laughs> with Just robots that. and laser beams. <laughs> That is it. I'm not a robot. I have a living soul within me. That's great. Who happens to shoot lasers out of his eyes? Straight out of Lord of the Rings. I mean, this is really just so ripped from Tolkien. It's crazy. Yeah. That's a 21 to hit. 21 to hit is a hit! Yeah. Nice! So this is also like Bruce Flame. This is 2D4 fire damage. Oh, this is oh, ideal. Nice. So you shoot fire lasers out? <laughs> I shoot fire lasers out of my eyes. So that's six points of fire damage. Alright, it makes the same scream ah! as it's hit by your fiery eyes. And with my third action, I will shoot lasers once more. Really? It's so one attack. action, John. Okay. Alright, so it takes the map, right? This is basically your... Your ranged attack. Uh, but I rolled a natural 18. Oh my so god. So that will oh. be a 21 to hit once more. A 21 to hit is a hit yet awesome. again. Oh my god, that's amazing. Awesome. Minimum damage, two points of damage. Okay. But you <laughs> that's hear that still great, man. That's squeal great. again, um, as if perhaps it is weak to fire. That's probably uh, an additional like five points of damage. Yeah, it is. That that two turned into a seven, probably. Yeah. In classic Joe O'Brien form, he will go after the flytrap uh, because oh it is last of <laughs> its all <turn>. creatures <laughs> known. Uh, all right, so our friend the flytrap here is—it uh, moves very slowly, but it's going to come right up to the edge of this entangled uh, area here and go to. Ooh, what do I want to do here? I've got two actions left. I am going to do. Um, an ability known as Hungry Flurry, uh, which will be uh, two of its leaves will come out from, from, and attack Karazor. Uh, first one is going to be, not a great roll, uh, an 18. That's a miss. It's a miss. And then uh, the second one, uh, okay, this is a better one. That's going to be a 25 to hit. Oh, that's a hit on the old Q-Dog. Hit on the old Q-Dog. All right. God, I feel like I haven't rolled... Pathfinder, di- oh man, max damage. That's going to be ten points of regular and uh, five points of acid. So fifteen oh, points. Man. And Carzo was already down from the poor medic that you brought. I sure on, was uh, board. And <laughs> then who caused that problem? Uh, <laughs> it. Uh, that's all three actions. However, it has improved grab, uh, which means that it can use its grab action for free. Uh, so on top of that, you are grabbed. Mm. Um, so you take the grab condition, so it goes, leaf, leaf, and it grabs you, and you feel as if it's pulling you towards its mouth. No! And it's Champ's turn. Take it away, Champ's, Champ's turn. All right, he will start with a reflex save in this entanglement. Ooh, 25. 25 for the Champ. That's actually good. You are uh, you are free to move about the cabin, uh, but everything is still... Uh, Difficult terrain. Difficult terrain. Now, uh, does that mean if I move... I mean, I'm one step from out of it, so does that mean I take no penalties? Uh, remember how it works, like walk, stepping in I think it's stepping always out. stepping, stepping into out. a square. Yeah, I think stepping out Yeah, I think you're okay, square. too. Let's rule it as you're fine stepping out. We'll find out next week. Uh, okay. Okay, so uh, Champ is going to basically move around the map. Uh, sort of off what we have here on the grid. Sure. Um, and come down closer to everything. Uh, but 
this is interesting. This is interesting. I like this. I like Good this. Old champ. Yeah. I just Googled uh, skeletal champion, and that's what I got. <laughs> okay, uh, and then champ is going to... Uh, he is going to fire his longbow at the fly trap. So okay. he... Skeletal archer. Classic skeletal archer. It's going to take a shot, and that will be 21 to hit. That is a hit. Nice. And he does eight points of damage with a nice. with an arrow. Slunk right into the fleshy parts. And then... Wow, you guys have done some damage to this poor, yeah. poor, poor fly trap. Yeah, For the record, awesome. Joe, it's called Incredible Movement, and you get it at third level as a monk. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I, need, I was wondering if you had to spit a feed on that or if that was just a monk thing. That's awesome. No, so long as you're not wearing armor, you get a plus 10-foot 10, 10 status bonus to your speed. That's great. Um, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and shoot a second time. Um, this is going to be a tough shot, but here we go. Uh, that is a 10 to hit, so that is a miss. 10 is a miss. On the second shot, and I am done. So he moved, and he fired off two arrows. Now we go to round two, and it is the Dryad's turn once more more. Uh, Alright, so here's something fun that none of you will like, um, but you'll like it more <laughs> than if this had happened during a Pathfinder first edition game. Uh, she's oh, going no. to cast a spell. Let's see. It's a five foot burst, John. Uh, so I'll get my little measurement control out and <laughs> uh, uh, Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Joe, give me... It's uh, just me? Well, let me see. Can I ca- I can't catch more than one of you. Yeah, so... <laughs> it's just you, Joe. Oh, no. Uh, Why me? <laughs> because you're free of the entanglement. Uh, you, give- you ever, as a GM, when you're targeting like that and you can only catch one person, go, who will be the least mad at me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only for eight years, Jared. <laughs> only for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in the best mood right now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Most amenable <laughs> mood right now. It's it's so true. Uh, okay, so Joseph Joseph D O'Brien, uh, give me a, uh, a save. I can't for some reason I can't find the uh, what the save is here. What does it feel like? What's the uh, spell? Feels does like it, you're falling asleep. Does it? That's probably a will save. Oh, yeah, Could be just, fortitude though. But you know what? Let's just do reflex because I have an 18 dexterity. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I'm just I, still learning the uh, controls here and I'm, I'm having trouble finding it. It is will save. Will save. Does it have the mental trait? Uh, it does have the mental trait. Then I will be taking a bonus to this roll with glad. my resilient mind. Uh, here we go. 24. 24. That is a success. <laughs> so Jam you feel kindly. like you're able to like uh, push it off. However, with a success against sleep, you take a minus one status penalty uh, to perception checks for one round. So you get like a little uh, out of sorts, but not so much that you fall asleep. All right. Awesome. A bit of uh, room around the corners of your eyes that don't exist. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like shaking it off a little bit. Uh, and she will... Uh, not cast a burst on herself. Uh, she will slide uh, a little bit closer to you. Like this is going to be a bit of a battle between the two of you. And now it is Karazor's turn. Karazor, you are uh, grabbed by this uh, fly trap. What do you do? Uh, all right, Karazor is going to activate power attack 
as he's grabbed by this thing. And he's going to be shouting out, uh, We mean you no harm! We are peaceful people! Peaceful explorers! And he's going to slash at the thing uh, that is a 21 to hit. That's a hit. Yeah, I was like, it might be better to just try and kill this thing than waste a turn trying to escape its bite. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And uh, that is pretty good damage. 29 points of damage. 29 points of damage. Uh, It is very, very dead. Yes! Yes. Holy smokes. Yeah, you just annihilate it. uh, Wow. It falls to the ground. I like the skull. That's good. You make a chopped salad of it. Okay. Um, I guess uh, where well, you started your turn in the entanglement, you should start with the reflex save first. But it didn't—it wouldn't affect your power attack. So roll the reflex save now to see if you'll be hampered any further. Okay, that is reflex save. That is an eighteen. Eighteen. Uh, you're yeah. You're still minus ten to your movement. Um, but looks <laughs> like you where you've killed that creature. You could take a diagonal step out and. Uh, you'll you'll just be a minus ten to your speed, but you don't really have to worry about the di- di- difficult terrain. Yeah. Okay. So he is. It's like going... grasping at you as you're leaving as you're leaving the area. All right. So he's going to step out of the area and get a little bit closer to the dryad, and he's going to be just like shouting, "So it's like, I mean you no harm. We mean you no harm. Please." I mean, you know how As he has his, like, sword out, like, you know, ready to, like, chop it at We mean you know how! Great. Well, uh, coming up next is Rufus's turn, and we will uh, check in with old Rufus of Opara right after this quick break. Rufus, is it time to unleash the dragon? I think Rufus is, first of all, people that are watching who know how summoners work are like, why are you using your goddamn Eidolon? Dude, that's, that's all I kept thinking. I, all I thought was like, this is a Joe O'Brien type choice where you're like, I'm doing this for a role-playing reason. And there's people that are just like, bring out the Eidolon. Stop. Yeah. Just stop. You're playing a summoner. Stop. Just want everybody to understand that I know that the only thing that my character does well is use his Eidolon. <laughs> According to a Treat Monk's guide on the 2E Summoner, if you don't bring out the Eidolon in the first round, you're basically playing a monk. <laughs> you're basically killing your friends. Um, you're basically playing a really weak spellcaster, and yet here we are. Okay. So, uh, let's see. I think that... Um, Rufus is sweating, and he sees that Karazor has just destroyed the a fly trap, and he thinks, "Good, I don't got to bring out the dragon. We don't need the dragon." Uh, and then he will stumble forward through the uh, through the brush. He can go ten feet, right? That's it. Oh, did you roll the reflex save? Let's see. You, you oh, might. Oh, I can roll it again. Yeah, you roll it at the stop top of every round. It'll determine if you lose that ten feet to your movement. This time, baby rolls a. <laughs> Please don't call yourself baby. This time, baby rolls a seventeen. A seventeen. Seventeen. All right. So yeah, you still take a minus ten. Um, but if you can get out of there, at least you won't be slowed down further by the. Yeah, he's gonna get out of it, and then he is going to use. Oh wait, sorry. Of- real- Real, real quick, I don't think you can get out of it uh, in one action. It'll take you two actions. How come? Why? I because move ten feet. Yeah, your failure means you can only move five feet in the difficult terrain, and you had to move two squares. 
Oh, baby is annoyed. Uh, all right. <laughs> I don't like this. Well, you could just use the second action, but then obviously, like, the, you, that probably fouls up a spell casting. No, it's bad. Fouls up my goddamn spell, Joe O'Brien. Mr. Teacher, do we have homework? <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's okay. Can I retcon that I stepped uh, anywhere? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, so I think I was like. like you, yeah, you were right there. Okay, and now let me make well, sure I have the. Let me make sure I have the. Uh, okay, I have I have the I have the range. So Great. I'm going to use one of the most powerful spells in the game, Acid Splash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, target uh, with a spell attack. Here we go. And I'm like, I'm going to have to jack you up now, lady. <laughs> <laughs> and I roll cry. one of the most powerful rolls in the game, a critical miss. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Like a natural uh, one? A natural one. Oh, oh a, no. That means it's time to bring out the fan fumble. Are we going the to Magic fumble, fumble Town? The first one of SideQuest SideSesh. This used to give money to a charity. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we fumbled. Oh, that's right. Right? That's right. Wasn't it side quest side there? So yeah, I was oh, really, yeah. I strongly wanted to bring that back, and Troy did said no. Yeah, we, we all do not do important. charity. Because the charity was, it went straight to Matthew, and that's how he bought his condo. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want him to buy another one. That's why you're, <laughs> that's where you're wrong, Troy, because I don't have a condo. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Where did just you use us. the money for? Where's that money Just went to his gambling addiction. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Jared, just prepare yourself. Usually the niche is horrible on magical fumbles. All right, uh, I'm the, emotionally ready. Go. Here we go. This one from Wade. In Jonesboro, Arkansas. What His a name! Wade. A verb. Wade. I love the name Wade. It's a good name. Mm, like verb. Ire of a capricious god. Mm. The mm. malefic eldritch being Lavalley curses you for taking too long to cast a spell or over describing <laughs> its effects. <laughs> uh, cast the spell. Steal voice on yourself, heightened to your maximum level. And using your own spell save DC, a critical failure is changed to as success, but the duration is one hour. So you might be silenced by this, which could be oh, pretty bad. Wow. Which means I can't cast spells. Means you can't cast spells. I, I get a, I get some kind of um, save against it, right? <laughs> Sounds like it's already starting. Uh, yes. <laughs> some kind you of that get, was role playing. You get a fortitude save against your own spell DC. So whatever okay. your DCs are for I your know. spells, roll a fort save. I know what it. that is. I know what that is, and my fortitude's really good because I pumped my constitution. Here we go, and I roll uh, under my spell save DC, so I fail. Just oh, a failure. Oh, you are just si- a failure, not a critical failure. Okay. You are rendered mute for one minute. <laughs> critical failure would have been permanent. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Is, uh, <laughs> Miming. <laughs> it's weird. It says uh, this spell speak. may contain spoilers from the Blood Lord's Adventure Path. Yeah. Still voice. <laughs> uh, all right. So sadly, thank Jared. you, Wade. That was a good one. Thank you, Wade. That was a good one. Was that, that your is last? A great one. I think so. Yeah. So I go to cast Acid Splash, and as I'm intoning the chords that reverberate, reverberate, rever- that reverberate, uh, sure, reverberate. 
through the spheres, through the planar spheres. Uh, because I'm a bad singer, I hit a bad chord, and suddenly I get, uh, I lose my voice, and I'm silent, and it's someone else's turn. It's someone else. Oh, man, else's that's the same thing that happened to Bob Odenkirk. No, wait, that was only two actions. It's not yeah, someone else's turn. Yeah, you could move five feet if you wanted I could. Uh, I'm going to, uh, in terror, move five feet away from her. <laughs> okay. Deeper into the effects. <laughs> Deeper into the effect, and now I'm done. Okay. Uh, now it's Balthazar's turn. Balthazar, give me a reflex save. See if you can be speedy. Natural three. Oh, cool. oh no. Minus ten to your John. All right, so Balthazar is going to move. So let's see what I see how I can get to this square. It'll be 20 feet which I can't do in one action, right? Because it's I'm thirty five. Two actions, yeah. You can I'm do down it in to twenty five, and it would cost an extra. So yeah, so he'll Balthazar will spend. You know what? Balthazar is just going to spend uh, all three actions moving, and he will he will get himself right. Oh no! Right up, he will charge in to the dryad. Oh, nice. I don't care for that. That will be my turn. All right, that uh, that really changes things for me. Um, so now it's going to be old champ's turn. Old champ, kindly. Uh, he is going to... Um, you know what? He's going to get up in there, too. So he is going to drop his longbow, and seeing that everyone is closing on the dryad, he's going to try to uh, give her no escape as much as possible. So he's going to drop the longbow, draw his shield and longsword and move up uh, as close as he can to her, which is which is in melee and right next to Balthazar. Well, that's smart. You've seen her cast spells. You assume she's going to keep uh, going to that well, and now you've forced her to have to waste an action stepping away. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only thing I don't like about it is, like, we're grouped up now, which could be a problem, but, mm. you know, it's th- this is what he wanted to do. All right, it's the top of the third round. I don't care for this. Um... And uh, I'm going to, yeah, I guess I want to still do what I was planning here. Yeah. All right. She's going to take a step back uh, to avoid uh, being attacked while she casts a spell on uh, Balthazar. Now, I don't know what your immunities are, so uh, you know. Uh, let's assume that she hasn't seen uh, an automaton. Uh, go ahead and give me a will save. Uh, okay. All right. I'm going to not use that die that I've been using. Natural one. Oh, no. Oh, boy. no. Oh, oh what's the, uh, what's the bottle seven. cap situation inside quest side session? Uh... We all started with one, I think you said. You're, started you're all... with a hero point. Oh, yeah. did we do this in... in did we no, mention we this talked about class? something else. I, I don't know if we said it, but I said I think I said that we would be using it. So you, you do have a bottle cap if you'd like to reroll. I will like to, I would like to reroll. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and you do get a plus four to your roll. I was going to say that right after I heard that you rolled a natural one. So I get a plus four... For using the bottle cap, or uh, no, you get a plus four based on this spell that she cast on you. Oh, got certain it. other circumstances. Okay, that's much better. Natural nineteen for a uh, thirty. Nice. Well, shit. Um, so a thirty is a. It is not a critical success. So all you know that, uh, you know, uh, she tried to cast some sort of 
spell on you that was harmless, but you don't know what it was. Uh, and unfortunately, that is the end of her turn. However, fortunately for me, uh, in the brush to the south of her, about 30, 40 feet away, you, uh, maybe Rufus will have trouble seeing this, but now that Champ and Balthazar and Karazor have sort of gotten out of that entanglement and moved closer to the action, you see several other figures start to emerge from the brush. They look like they're not wearing a lot of clothing, like they just have like a little grass around their crotch area. And at first they look like uh, just a, a men, but then you realize their faces look like... Uh, Alligators. Alligators? Yeah, so I will uh I think reveal. you mean dogs, Troy. They're Where's dog the dog faced. guys? No, they're look- the dog. These aren't the guys we're looking for. It's the promised the dog guys. These are definitely uh alligatorish. Um, Whoa. Oh, there's a man. bunch of them. Yeah. Oh shit. So oh, uh, one of them uh will act right now and will uh close uh, on Champ with two actions and then uh, go to uh, bite you with its mouth. Oh, Gross. boy. So oh, it has no. nothing in its hands. Uh, no, it has a long spear in its hands, um, but it came up to you and it's holding long spear and it just goes to take a bite out of you, not knowing that there is no meat on those bones. Uh, and I rolled a pretty shitty 17. Uh, that is a miss. Yeah. That'll okay. hit, yeah. He bites right into his chain shirt, his dirty old chain shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, chips a tooth, and now it is Karzer's turn. So now you've got this dryad. You've got this uh, alligator-type person with four other in the background. Okay, so Karzer is going to run up into a, a potential flanking position for Balthazar or whoever else next on their turn, but he's going to run up behind the, the dryad uh, screaming, uh, says, we are pacifists! We only spe- seek knowledge! And he's going to do a power <laughs> attack on her. <laughs> oh, natural one! No! Bottle cap! Bottle cap! Bottle cap! I'm going to use it. Thank you for the reminder. Okay. Natural 18. That is a 30 to hit. That is a 30, 30. to hit. The Dryad is a critical hit. Oh, so, <laughs> so you turned a fumble into a crit. <laughs> it's a big swing. It's a big swing. Uh, all right. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold the music for you, Skip. Okay. 38. That's 38 points of damage. My 38 goodness. points of damage? Yeah. Because that's doubled. Is your weapon made out of any particular material? Uh, it's made out of a, a new substance uh, from, I think, uh, Dark Omens, the new or Dark Archive, uh, called Metal. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Like, you, yeah, I knew it was going to be he was gonna have just ball-busting, but, but it was like, I really believed you for a second. You got yeah, me. It was a high hair. Great skin. I thought you were going to be serious. Uh, <laughs> all right. So she's like, fuck! Ow! Ow! And uh, was that, do you have one more attack? Or no, was that was it. Take it two to power get attack is two, two actions, and I moved, so... All right, Rufus, you are still in the thick of it over there. Give me another reflex save. See if you've figured out this. Here we go. 
Uh, that's a good one. This time it is a... Let me just make sure. Yeah, that's a 23. 23 uh, is enough. So you don't take the penalty to your movement, but it is still difficult to write. The problem is that I am still muted, right, for yeah. uh, a minute. But that's okay because there's something I still can do. And when I see a bunch of alligator-headed warriors come up over the bluff, screaming at us, wielding spears, I finally realize I can't hold back any longer. Oh, and I go, no. No, I have to. I'm just thinking because I can't talk. I have to release the dragon. And I go, <laughs> ah! <And> my, <laughs> the, my tunic pops open and the dragon tattoo on me catches fire. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> and then <laughs> a medium-sized red dragon painfully rips itself free of my torso and smashes its way out covered in blood into a square adjacent to me it is Velthrexen Bob. Yes. Velthrexen Bob. Yeah, right in front of me, if you don't mind, uh, whoever is moving that token. Yes. It's me. Velthrexen Bob uh, telepathically says to me, Yes, I rise again to crush the bones of humanoids beneath my claws. And I'm like, No! <laughs> so, Velthrexen Bob can do one thing. Uh, when I manifest him, it takes three actions to manifest my Adalon, but Velthrexen Bob can make one action, and Velthrexen Bob is just going to move into melee with a stride. Right, and so, he can or fly close, over there. As so. close as Velthrexen Bob can get, which is. Does he fl- is he flying? Uh, Velthrexen Bob has the glider form feature, <laughs> which means. <laughs> Velthrex and Bob is not really has wings that can glide, but Velthrex and Bob has not evolved to the point where he can fully fly yet. You fool! If we let him fly, society would be over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he has to fight his way through the brush. He can't. Uh, if he were to jump off something, could does he easily... get a reflex save? Uh, I guess he would get a reflex save. Yeah. Let's see if his speed is hampered. Can he glide yeah. from Rufus's chest to the ground? Yeah, I could mana- <laughs> I could manifest him over my head and uh, and maybe do it that way. I don't I know. Like um, I like it. That's fine. Yeah, it's that's much good. more cinematic. I'd like to see the Pythagoras numbers before we start <laughs> that's having any fun around here. Look, is Rufus so my- eighteen feet tall? In which case, he should be fine. <laughs> uh, let me just let me just make sure my turn goes on really long. Okay, so uh, unfortunately, glider form is its own action. So let's give him. Let, let's do this by the books uh i don't he only has one action and taking glider form it says it's an action yeah 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 fuck it let's just give him a reflex save okay to get out of this uh to get out of this goddamn and he rolls terribly he rolls a 13 okay i thought he would have excellent reflex all right so he's just gotta he's gotta fight his way through okay so he goes what he can go 10 feet he has a he has 25 feet of movement all right, so that's going to go five feet. Switch to fifteen. Feet. Yeah, because okay. he loses ten, so it's fifteen. So he should be fine after this turn. But he comes out and just starts <laughs> blasting his way through the brush. Right. <sighs> the All taste right. of flesh shall once again meet my jaws. <laughs> it's a it's a big turn here for Balthazar when you see this army of alligator-headed creatures uh, coming up from below. What do you do? Uh, okay, Balthazar is going to spend an action to go into gorilla stance. Yeah. Gorilla stance. Nice. And, and then he gorilla like walks forward on his knuckles uh, to take a five foot step forward 
to flank with cars, flank the dryad with Karazor. If I can get this to work, which I cannot. Okay, there we go. Uh, and then he is going to, with his final action, uh, he's going to attempt to grapple the dryad with his oh. gorilla arms. I don't like that. Uh, so this is going to be an athletics check, I believe, against your fortitude DC. Is it fortitude or reflex DC? That's a I feel good like question. Intuitively, it's reflex, but I feel like you might be right that it's fortitude. I, I've done this a number of times. I think it's your times. athletics DC, isn't it? Could be that as You're well. You're doing a grab? I'm, I'm almost certain it's a fortitude DC, and I'm correct. It's the fortitude DC. Never question me again, Joe. Joseph. <laughs> I was just throwing it out there. Uh, Everybody okay. was naming skills and saying the letters DC after them. I just, I just, <laughs> I just added in. All right, that so... A, a 25 to grapple her. Ooh. Uh, that is a critical success. Nice. Matters, Ooh. Ooh. I think it might. Your uh, target is restrained until the end of your next turn unless you move or your target escapes. Awesome. Um, wow. Restrained, not grabbed. So if you please apply the restrained condition. Oh, I shall. I was hoping someone would give me a condition. And uh, because <laughs> I have the, uh, the, the crushing grab class feet uh, uh, taken, you automatically take some bludgeoning damage equal to my strength modifier. So you take four points of bludgeoning damage just because I grab you so hard. Grab me so hard. Okay, she doesn't care for that. Ah, no matter how beautiful she is. What happened to Balthazar? Balthazar is gone. Balthazar yep. is gone. Did you <laughs> do you just vanish after you do that no. grab ability? There you are. He, he got shunted to the north end of the map. For some That's reason. weird that he did that. That's weird. <laughs> Does she go with him? Who put these... Uh, things on the map over here these targets yeah uh, i was wondering about i that. thought I you did know. i thought you were like staging them and getting ready for something else like he's getting something. ready for something somebody's doing something weird now that's, they're gone. that's balthazar's turn that's his okay that's balthazar's turn all right gorilla stands move grab doom 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 all right so it is one of these warriors' turns. Warriors, come out and play! <laughs> one, two, three, four. It slides up to Karazor. Oh, oh no, I'm flanked. Uh, oh, oh wait, yes. am I flanked? Because she can't attack, right? So yeah, I want. I think tech. Well, if she's restrained, if she was grabbed, she could still attack. But ref- restrained. Uh, what is the difference, Matthew, with restrained? I've been. I'm currently looking that up right now. I think she can't use any action with the attack or manipulate trait. Yeah, when you're, you're tied, tied up, you can... up and can barely move, or a creature has you pinned, you have the flat-footed and immobilized conditions, and you can't use any actions with the attack or manipulate traits except to attempt an escape or force, force open your bonds. There you are. Awesome. So you are not flanked. Um, flanked in look only. Uh, it is going to attempt to strike you with its spear. Let me just look at my abilities here. Uh, oh, it's going to be uh, probably not 19. Oh, just barely missed. Just barely missed. All right. And with its final action, it will raise a shield. Uh, the other one right next to it uh, will. Let me just see if that's the right one here. Man, great move with that with that uh, grapple thing, Matthew. Because yeah. Otherwise, I might be down. Yeah, because Karazor is the one to the most south here while these uh, things are coming after him. This one is going to go ahead and do the same exact thing. It's going to uh, first action stride up to you. Second action, try and hit you with a spear. Uh, 16 is a miss. miss. And then it will raise its shield. And now it is Champ's turn. 
Uh, Champ is going to, uh, seeing Karazor get surrounded, he's going to move to help Karazor. So uh, Champ is going to disengage from this fight that would provoke if it has an attack of opportunity. Um, You're disengaging from that, and it does have an attack of opportunity. Whoa. Uh, So it will, as you're going away, it'll try and stab out. I have never fought an enemy in 2E that does not have an attack of opportunity. And only you. (laughs) Everyone else. Literally only me. I don't think I ever have. Every other. Any time I'm ever in melee with anyone, they have an attack of opportunity. (laughs) I've never come across anything that has an attack of opportunity. I've never been opportunistically attacked. They all go after Joe. Uh, Luckily, it, it missed, I'm assuming, with a 15. Yes, great. I was, I was hoping for a miss. Uh, bad rolls, bad he, he's going to move up past the restrained dryad to get next to Karazor. Uh, he will then attack the uh, warrior that just ran up and attacked Karazor and missed. That the, the most recent one that ran up um, and will swing a short sword at that uh, at that creature and roll a natural one. Yeah! Oh no! You still got your battle cap. Yeah, I still do. I still do. Um, but, yeah, I, I got to use it. I'm going to use my last bottle cap, and then here we go. Second swing is a 21 to hit. 21, even with a raised shield, is a hit. Oh, awesome. Excellent. I forgot. he Did he raise his shield? <laughs> he they did. Both, they they both. both did? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I will do six points of damage to him, and okay. then I will raise a shield. I will raise my shield. Have to be a copycat. Copycat, and that is the end of my turn. All right, you said it was six points of damage. Six points of damage of slashing damage. Ah, I hate you. He says in <laughs> perfect English. Um, all right, well, oh, man, this is a this is a fight. Dude. <laughs> this is yeah. uh, we got a fight. All right, so uh, the one down here at the bottom moves up. Uh, now they're all in a row, uh, which isn't good if there's a spellcaster about. Uh, but it's going to do the same thing uh, that it did to Karasar. It's going to slide up and uh, creating a wall here and uh, try and strike you with the spear. And that is a sixteen. Just bad rolls. Nice. nice. And it'll raise a shield. Now, this one here is a little bit further away. Um, so The he's last going... one all the way down the bottom. However, I think... Do I have reach with the spear? Um, no, here's what he's going to do. He's going to move up uh, about 15 feet, and he's just going to throw the spear at, uh, <laughs> at uh, Champ. Oh, no. You have to have a good... Oh, all right. Now, finally, a decent roll. Still not great. 20 to hit. That is a miss. Hits the shield. Bang. Oh, nice. Oh, Off the shield. Bang. Just splinters immediately. It's not a very well-made spear. Uh, and with this final action, he will raise a shield as well. So they all have their shields up. And now we go to the top and, around. Uh, and uh, they all carrying multiple spears, I assume? Uh, why? Because we're just... Are we going to remember that that guy doesn't have a spear anymore? I will remember. I'm going to check his inventory, see how many spears he has. He only had one, and I'm going to remove it. I'm going to make that quantity zero. Wow. He has you can none. do that that quickly? Wow. Yep. I can actually delete the spear straight from his character sheet, too. Nice. Wow. All right. So everyone remember that guy. Yeah. He, yeah. He'll bite. He can still bite. He can he still bite. bite. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Britney spear. Not Britney Spears. <laughs> You know what's so nice? It's like, I can take the spear off that one dude and then not fuck it up and remove it from the other guy's character sheet. They all have their own sheets. Oh, that's um, great. 
All right, top of round four, and it's the Dryad's turn, and really, uh, really shitty situation for her here. <laughs> uh, she is restrained. You're tied up. You can barely move. You fell through the mobile. You can't use any actions except to escape or force open your bonds. Restrained overrides grab. Um, I don't think I have a uh, spell that's going to get me out of this one. Um, so I'm going to just uh, attempt to escape. Against my uh, athletics DC? I guess yeah. so. This is not... You ever look up uh, Pathfinder 2E and accident look up Pathfinder 23? That's a fun thing I like to do on accident sometimes. <laughs> uh, Pathfinder 23 is coming out next year, by the way. So basically, uh, Troy, unarmed attack, acrobatics, or athletics. Whatever is best for you. You yep. use against... Uh, or thievery if I was tied up. Uh, right. You aren't. Okay. I am not. Uh, so that is probably going to be best for her. It's not good. Yeah, yeah Matthew. Not good. Uh, all right, she's going to try and strength her way out on her like with an armed attack. Uh, Fifteen. Fail. Nice. Yes! Fail. I can't. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure the athletics DC of this monk is pretty low. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you, you are not going anywhere. I was just I'm going to so feed your intestines <laughs> to my human friends. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so creepy. She's so pretty, though. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I'm going to. I take the, my multiple attack penalty, but I'm just going to keep hoping for a nat 20 here. I need. She's just like. I'm literally like panicking trying to get out. Natural three on the second roll. Uh, only a nat 20 can get me out, and I fail. So she's just. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, <laughs> this is a critical fail. It's a critical fail. You don't get free, and you can't attempt to escape again forever. No, just until your next turn. Until my next turn. All right, so my third accident, she just hisses. Ah! Uh, <laughs> this is awesome! This, this is, is awesome not, fight. This is not awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, the uh, alligator guy that seems to be the, the leader here, uh, I don't know if he's in league with the Dryad or not. You're not sure, uh, but he's standing right next to you there, Mr... Uh, Balthazar the Mild, and uh, he is none too pleased with you. Sometimes I just talk to stall. Um, (laughs) Well, we can tell because your talking speed slows down. Let me tell you about him. He is unimpressed. Uh, All right, well, this is interesting. I am going to cast a spell. Do you want to release her and take an attack of opportunity? I don't have the attack of opportunity feat, so no. Fantastic. Give me a will save. Okay. He's got spells. That's fun. Wow. Surprised. Oh, it was it was on a great roll and then it rolled to a middling roll. I'm sorry, you said will or fortune? Uh will. Sixteen. That's a failure. Oh no. Uh but you know what? I think you get a bonus. Uh, let's say to let's say with a plus four circum if you or your allies recently threatened or use hostile. Oh, so give yourself a charm? A, give yourself a plus four. Oh, oh it's ch- and what's the total? 20. That's a pass. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't have fought uh, us. You know he definitely didn't cast charm. <laughs> <laughs> if he was critically seated, you would know that he would cast charm. That would have been great. I could have been like, let my friend go. And you would have to do it. So uh, they are in cahoots. Uh, I don't know. I just wanted, I just wanted <laughs> oh, you to let her go. they're friends. Uh, that's two actions. Uh, so now he only has one more action, and I hate him this character and everything he stands for he's gonna try and bite your metal penis uh, oh natty 19 that's gonna be a 31 to hit 
That is a critical hit. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, this guy can do some damage. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's right. This guy can do damage. Not a great roll. Nine. 18 points of piercing oh. damage Ooh. as his long alligator-like teeth just drive their way into your metal arms. How long can you hold on to this dryad? It is now Karazor's turn. There are five enemies left. One is restrained. That is the okay. sixth one. Okay. Um. <laughs> so there are six enemies left. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> All right, I'm going. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to take out this dryad to free up Balthazar. Um, this is like, please stand and listen as I sing my song of peace. Peace, we come bearing peace. Uh, that is a that is a twenty to hit. No, that is a twenty-one to hit. <laughs> Which one are you attacking? The one you already hit? The dryad. Oh, the dryad. Yeah. Oh, a 20 to hit? Yeah, that's a hit. Okay. The restrained and pinned dryad while singing a song of peace. <laughs> this is such a weird tack. <laughs> I mean you no harm! As he's running out of his... <laughs> uh, that's uh, 17 points of damage. Um, and she dies yes. in, <laughs> oh, in the arms. Uh, you feel, uh, it must be a very comfortable feeling for you, Balthazar, as the life uh, goes from her body and eyes in your arms. Ah, yes. The feeling of life slipping away from one of you flesh bags. <laughs> he says. How I've missed breath. it. She's actually more made of tree parts, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Carzer, you got a couple more actions. Uh, I have more chlorophyll bags. <laughs> I have one more action. I am going to direct it against the middlemost alligator man. Yes, and the one that's been hit. It's just like. Good. Now that your friend is gone, we have more time to discuss peace. <laughs> that is a 22 to hit. Uh, even with the ray shield, that is a hit. Awesome. Oh, very low. Uh, seven points of damage. Okay, seven points of damage. Yikes. Uh, didn't care for that. And, that's and, it. and now it is Rufus's turn with Velthrexenbob. Velthrexenbob. So uh, when you um, when you have a Eidolon, you share your actions, but you can do something called act together, which means that uh, one of you takes an action and the other one gets a free action. So the first thing they'll do is act together. And uh, does Velthrexenbob, can he get his full movement out of the effect now? Yes, per our ruling. This up, yeah, yeah. Okay. He could start. I mean, he's starting his turn. The problem is, he's starting his well, turn. He might in just it. have to roll the save. Yeah, he still has to roll the save, which would just he could still get out of there, but it may affect his total movement. Okay, here is the save. That was better. A twenty-one this time. That is it. That is her spell DC exactly. So you don't take a penalty to your speed. Great. Okay, so then Velthrix and Bob will move down to there uh, and. That uh, suddenly, uh, uh, suddenly, Balthazar and everybody sees this uh, medium-sized but very horny-looking red dragon uh, barreling down at them. Why did I choose the adjective horny? Yeah, I was going to say, is is he fully erect as he comes charging (laughs) down? I don't know why. I I was trying to be funny, and that was the word that came to my brain. Okay. We surrender! Um, 
Rufus can <laughs> Rufus, Rufus can act Rufus can act two here with act together and I think Rufus would want to get a little closer so he can see what's happening so Rufus will roll his uh, reflex save and will fail again so he can move what what will we say five feet five okay Rufus that's where you're at <laughs> oh, okay Rufus. so Vel- Velthrex and Bob gets two more actions and Velthrex and Bob is going to move again to where he ha- he's right here and he's uh, going to he's un- moving down to the back line yep yep and he's going to unleash his breath weapon a 60 yes. foot a 60 foot line oh, oh perfect oh, oh, so right through these three guys wow. and uh, oh, amazing uh, i need uh, i think it's a reflex save from yep. all of them all right the first amazing. one amazing First one rolls a 13. The second Raise one Raise your ro- shield on that. Yeah. <laughs> second one rolls a 21. And the third one rolls an 11. 13, 21, 11. 13, 21, and 11. And let me just take 10 minutes to figure out what the save, uh, what the save DC is. Yeah, I feel like at least um, one of those might be a critical failure. Yeah, 13, 21, and 11 is what you said? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, forgive me. I really should have had this ready to It's rock. your spell DC, almost certainly. Oh, it would be my guy's spell DC. So then it would be uh, 19. So uh, two of them fail. Two of them fail. Uh, and the other one will take uh, half damage on a success. Okay, and um, look, guys, it, it's still just a third-level summoner. So what the, the damage does is 1d6 damage to all creatures in the area. Okay. Hopefully okay. this is a uh, really come on roll a six. I rolled a four. Nice. So Jared, did you? Sorry, did you say that it was um, a basic reflex save? Did you already say that? Yeah, uh, let's I assume uh, with a basic reflex save against your spell DC. That's where it was. Spell DC. Yes. Okay. So uh, yes, that's correct. So the guy that rolled a twenty-one only takes two damage. Okay, and. It's definitely only 1d6. You don't get your spellcasting modifier as a bonus. Your Eidolon deals 1d6 damage to all creatures within the area. Is it heightened? It's probably heightened. It's probably 2d6, I would think. Oh, at third level, and every two levels after, the damage increases by 1d6. Oh, Brian. Oh, Oh, Brian, out of the clouds. Yeah. Over here. I've just been playing a little Pathfinder 2E lately. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you, Joe O'Brien. Joe O'Brien, I added one damage with the second roll. Let, might as well let him roll it. So uh, five, <laughs> five all together, my friend. I rolled a five. six. I really did. Damn it! Wow. That's right. how it's done, Logan. All right. So five, five, two. Five, five, uh, two. That's um, right. Boom, boom, boom. Bell, and Bob. That is awesome. Awesome. Burn, burn. Small all right, fleshy things. <laughs> Balthazar, you're standing toe to toe with the uh, the perhaps the leader of this bunch. Uh, he tried to charm you and failed. The body falls from your arms. What do you do? I release the limp, uh, lifeless body of the dryad. Say, your charms do not reach me, and I will gorilla slam this guy. Yeah, yeah. gorilla yeah. slam. Uh, crack die. I bet. Okay, uh, uh, that's a 25 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. Nice. Even with this beautiful shield. All right, so that is going to be 14 points of damage. Um, okay, 14, 14 points of damage. Wow, okay. Second attack with the Gorilla Slam. Wow. Um, is going to be a uh, 15 to hit. 15 to hit is a miss. It's a miss. 
Um, and now because the gr- the Gorilla Slam has the I'm like I'm sorry. There's like uh, an airplane and a mobile club that just keeps circling my block right now. <laughs> just um, in my bathroom. And it's in my bathroom. Uh, the Gorilla <laughs> Slam has the backswing uh, trait, which means that you use the momentum from a missed attack to lead you into the next attack. So I'm, I am going to take my third attack because I get a plus one from the from the miss. Um, and also, it's forceful, so my damage goes up each successive attack, even if I miss. Make it oh, happen. That's great. So this is just a, a straight die roll, no bonus. We'll see what happens here. Straight roll, no bone? Straight roll, no bone, miss straight with the 12. Bone. Miss with the 12. Uh, it's now time for the Warriors. Um, the one down... Uh, Warriors! Warriors! Furthest to the east uh, was going to go after going to go after Karazor here. Uh, he is going to start with a bite and miss with an eighteen. I'm assuming. Or, <laughs> uh, that is a miss. I mean, terrible, terrible miss. rolls. I'm going to bite again. Uh, Seventeen miss. Gray shield. Uh, Gray shield. Uh, the other one uh, will do the same thing. Go for a bite. Uh, 17. Brutal. Five. Uh, and then raise shield, and then it's champ's turn. Uh, okay. Champ will attack the uh, warrior in the middle, the one that's straight down from Karazor, uh, the one ah. that he hit last round. Yes, that um, one has been hit the most. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, swinging that, that short sword in melee, that is the exact same roll. 21 again, which I think yeah. you said hit with. That is a hit. The short John, uh, that is three points of damage, and uh, he will attack a second time. You won't need to attack that one a second time because he falls. Oh, yes, oh, Kindly, Kindly. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming a 16 is a miss against the one directly below me. Uh, because of that raise shield, uh, it is. Uh, and then I will raise a shield for my third action, and I'm done. No one likes What's a copycat. Uh, well, you might need that shield up because here comes the jaws of life. Uh, well, I rolled fives and sevens against uh, Skid. I rolled a 28 against you. Oh, no. Jeepers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, excuse me, a 23. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, okay, so he takes a bite out of your bone for nine points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, and we'll try again. Uh, 21. Uh, miss. Oh, yes. Wow. Okay. Bam. So hits the shield. Uh, and the shield goes up, and then the other one is going to take an attack on Veltraxenbob. Uh oh. Uh, this is going to be a jaw strike 17 to hit. 17 to hit, and that is a miss against Veltraxenbob. God. Yes. And then awesome. it misses again and raises its shield. That is the end of round four. At. That moment. You can't. There's nothing else. You can't. The din of this battle is all of a sudden harshly interrupted by a booming, gravelly voice. And it starts off speaking in a language. I'm not sure. Maybe Karazor. Do you speak uh, Moangi? Do you understand Moangi? I do. You do. I so do. you understand it at first. And so it starts uh, speaking by the authority vested in me by the sovereign. Uh, and then it pauses and realizes that none of you know uh, besides Karzor uh, what he's saying. And so he speaks in common uh, and says, by the authority vested in me by the sovereign, 
I hereby extend the hospitality of the Bopanese kingdom to these strangers, and I command thee to stand down! Whoa. And, uh, with, with chattering and, and muttering, these, these fey-like crocodile warriors, um, like, back down and meld with the greenery of the jungle. And as they fade into the jungle, suddenly, twelve other figures, heavily armored and heavily armed, emerge from the brush. And they all have dog-like faces. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a time to stop. Wow. There's God! Oh, wow. baby! Good Welcome fight, to the huh? jungle. Good fight. Good yeah, that was fight. It's a good one. God, that was fun. Juicy. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.